icons. Did you ever watch True Blood? I was obsessed. I thought the men on that show, Alexander Skarsgård, Ryan Quanton, I was in love with him when that show was airing. And I thought it was just so good. And so that's why I'm so excited to tell you about the new season of the Truest Blood podcast. The Truest Blood podcast is fantastic. If you haven't listened before, it's hosts Kristen Bauer and Deborah Ann Wall, who rewatch and tell true stories from the set of HBO's iconic series, True Blood. They discuss the episodes, the blood, both fake and real, and all the sexy bites in between. And this season of the podcast, they cover seasons three and four of True Blood, uh, where there's more werewolves, witches, and vampire royalty on the show. Plus, they have really great people who worked behind the scenes of the show coming on and talking about the show. Lots of that to come. I think we're all pop culture junkies here. And one of the things that I love about pop culture is seeing how the sausage is made. And so I think that's why we're all going to be so excited to listen to the Truest Blood podcast. So check it out. uh, And also check out the show True Blood. Watch all episodes of True Blood on Max and listen to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Are you looking for ways to be happier, healthier, more productive, and more creative? Gretchen Rubin is the number one bestselling author of The Happiness Project, and every week she shares insights and practical solutions in the Happier with Gretchen Rubin podcast. Gretchen's co-host and happiness guinea pig is her sister Elizabeth Kraft, a Hollywood showrunner. Join Gretchen and Elizabeth as they reveal fresh insights from cutting-edge science, ancient wisdom, pop culture, and their own experiences about cultivating happiness and good habits. Every week, they offer a manageable try-this-at-home tip you can use to boost your happiness without spending a lot of time, energy, or money. Suggestions such as follow the one-minute rule, choose a one-word theme for the year, or design your summer. They also feature segments like Know Yourself Better, where they discuss questions like, are you an overbuyer or underbuyer, a morning person or night person? Abundance lover or simplicity lover. And every episode includes a happiness hack, a quick, easy shortcut to more happiness. Listen and follow Happier with Gretchen Rubin, an Odyssey podcast. Available now, free on the Odyssey app and wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino. We've got a special episode for you all with Katie Maloney from Vanderpump Rules. Katie uh, is here right now in person. I got a chance to do Watch What Happens Live with you a couple weeks ago, and we had so much fun. Uh, and I have so many questions, Katie. So how are you doing, first of all? Hi. Hello. It's good to see you again. <laughs> I haven't had guests in person in a while. I feel like normally I'm doing over Zoom lately. I know. I know, And I think sometimes people just were like, well, we can do over Zoom or in person. I'm always like, in person. It's so I'm much over better. Zoom. I'm so over Zoom. It's convenient. Yeah. But like, yeah, no, um, it's so much more fun. It feels just more natural. It flows so much better too, mm-hmm. because I'm always self-conscious of like, I don't want to over speak on top of someone and it's impossible not to, especially, I know some people have like better zoom setups, but I don't know. Otherwise there's like this delay, this weird delay happening. Well, I think the zoom works because all of a sudden you're like, Oh, like I can like literally have anyone on at yeah. any time because like, I don't need to wait for them to come to town. It was just, it kind of bridged that gap. I feel like, but I don't know. There's something special about, so an episode just aired uh, at the end of the episode, Rachel kissed uh, Tom Schwartz. How, what was that like watching that? I, I was okay. I was nervous about the kiss. Um, 
you know, for obvious reasons, because, you know, you'll, you'll find out in next week episode how I react to it. But, um, it was, yeah, you know, this was something I was very much not wanting to happen because, you know, I was wanting to, to, to have a friendship with Tom. And I knew that this would kind of jeopardize that. Um, but watching it, I was like, this is like giving creepy uncle. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Creepy uncle kiss. He's always given creepy uncle to me. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, like it just, there's nothing like passionate, romantic, like in that, like it just feels like, all right, well, I guess like, let's, uh, should we, should we kiss? Cause like, I feel like we should kiss. She's like, how much of it do you think was like motivated by like (laughs) giving a show or doing this for the TV show versus do you think that would have happened without the cameras? I, I really don't know. I think there was so much pressure and peer pressure around them, you know, because it was like Tom Sandoval's like, man, I like, I don't want your ex-wife around. And like Schwartz, even Schwartz was like, well, Ariana is her business partner right there. Like you, but you just don't want me around. Like we still have mutual friends. Like the whole point was that we wanted to be able to get along because we can't not be around each other. Like we're, we're like, we're kind of forced to be around each other. So like, it was just, yeah. So it's hard to say, like, I think without, you know, the wedding and without all this forced interaction between, you know, Tom and Raquel and everyone, you know, trying to force Tom into like getting over me and getting back out there. Like, I don't know. I doubt it. And now, obviously, now that we know that Tom and Raquel were, you know, banging behind everyone's back. Yeah. Yeah, Oh, sorry. Sandoval and Raquel were banging behind everyone's back. Like, it's all so fucked up. Your show has always been very Shakespearean, especially because I just rewatched it. And it's like, it's Shakespeare. And those mm. early seasons, like the first five seasons, every single episode, there's like a memorable moment that we lives on on the internet or a meme or a gif or, or a crazy scandal. I feel like every episode there was a scandal back then. And now it feels like we're back sort of in that era. And I think it must be challenging for you guys because we look at it almost like a sports, you know, like I come on here and recap it and I don't even remember what I say half the time, but we're looking at it like you guys are all characters on the TV show. But then getting to know some of you a little bit, it's like, these are your real lives. And so we're looking at it like, oh, I can't believe Schwartz just kissed Raquel. But I'm like, think then when you kind of take a step back, it's like, well, that's fucked up because his coworker, is, were you guys even divorced at that point? No. Yeah. And I think that's what people are forgetting is that, you know, this was still very fresh, especially when you look at it as like, this was a 12 year relationship and a six year marriage that like, you don't just snap your fingers Mm-mm. and, and, you know, get over it overnight, regardless of what I was doing in my, you know, in my own time with whoever I was doing it with. It, it doesn't change the fact that like it was difficult and still a tender time. What do you think about how people think this whole thing is a setup, whether it be the Schwartz and Raquel situation or the, the Scandal situation? Like there are people who are like, oh, this is all for ratings or something like that. I, like, I don't believe that. that by the way, like but. the fact that people just want to jump straight to like this being some kind of manufactured thing for ratings, like they're uh, yeah. out of their minds. Like you, Everything on Vanderpump Rules is so, I feel like the stuff that happens is so far-fetched and so outlandish that like, it's almost easier to think that it would be. Mm -hmm. And I wish it would make my life a lot easier if some of the stuff like (laughs) wasn't actually real, but I don't know. I like, that's just. And I think when you realize that there are real stakes, like, um, 
people owning houses together or legally mm-hmm. married and like those kinds of things are real. I don't know. There might be some crazy people that would do something like that, but I, I just yeah. can't imagine many people would, would want to stage any of these things. No. <laughs> How are you in Schwartz now after all of this? Um, you know, I, I've, I'm trying to create as much distance between us as, you know, as possible. Just because I think it's like we need it. We weren't, you know, we, we didn't have that when we, you know, initially separated, we were still living together because we were repairing our house so we could sell it. So there was no separation there. And then, you know, we were trying to become friends right out the gate, which is not typically normal, but I was, you know, so I was like, all right, well, here's some boundaries or, you know, things that we could talk about that didn't happen. Um, you know, we were filming a show and having, you know, mutual friends and hanging out. And, um, so now that we have a little bit of a break and we can actually spend time apart, I'm trying to maintain that. Um, not in a bad way. I'm not like angry when I see him, I see him every week with the dogs and it's an, it's a friendly exchange and a friendly hello, but, um, I'm not trying to hang out with him. He, he asked me to hang out. <laughs> And he's like, I just was hanging out. And I'm like, I don't like that. I have to like withhold friendship from you, but it's like, I feel like you haven't listened to anything I've said. And watching the show back has been upsetting because I felt like you were not, and not that I, I shouldn't have expected him to be respectful because I know that's a lot of reason why we got divorced, but it was just hurtful because I felt like I was really trying to be a good friend to him mm-hmm. and trying to be respectful. And like, I was kind of taking a lot more serious than he was. And he was kind of being a dick when he wanted to hang out is does he mean when you have hung out as friends post divorce is it is there like a sexual element or is it just no strictly <laughs> god no there wasn't a no there wasn't like, a sexual element during the marriage there wasn't really a sexual element even when we were married no it's, it's like strictly like let's go like grab a, a drink at laurel tavern or like somewhere yeah. around the neighborhood where we would go like no it's just it's like or he would come over when he'd like bring the dogs over to like hang out and like have a beer and we'd like chit chat what the fuck's up with that Joe woman? I don't, I've only seen sort of like headlines about this person. Do they still live together? No, I, she, she really didn't like live, I live there. She moved in because like I, apparently like her place like wasn't ready or something. And of all the people that she knew in LA, she picked Schwartz who she didn't really know. She trying to get Creepy. on the show? Do you think? No, apparently she does not have any desire to be on the show. So I don't know why she picked to live with Schwartz who was filming a TV show. Yeah. Um, for just a short period of time. But then I, then I had heard from someone else that she was, you know, still spending nights there. Like, so like, it was kind of like not living there, but you know, yeah. Fre- frequenting his home. <laughs> you know, this week's episode, there's this moment where you say he might've loved you, but he didn't like you very much. Yeah. And we only saw the two of you, like when you first start, when the show started, you were already together. So when do you think the shift happened? Like, and what was your relationship like before the cameras? Oh gosh, it's always been a little turbulent to yeah. be honest, but you know, I'm I don't know, I don't know when the shift happened. I think I think it's always kind of been like that and we've had better days than, you know, more I would say more more better days than not. I like clearly I would have gotten out of it a lot sooner if it was just terrible all the time. Yeah. Um, cause we had such a great friendship and we had, you know, we did get along like majority of the time and we had so much fun and really enjoyed being around each other. There just was a lot of missing parts. You know, we weren't great teammates. We weren't great 
partners in the sense of needing like of me needing that emotional support and needing to feel like safe in that space of like, you know, when I, I, I would be him having my back in certain situations. And, um, so that I just think it became more as I grew up, it became more mature in a lot of ways and understanding of the things I really truly needed and what was important in relationships yeah. as an adult and not just as like someone in my twenties, that's just kind of, so maybe there wasn't necessarily a shift. I just became more aware, more aware. of it. My mom always says in long-term relationships, there are going to be like good years and bad years. Mm -hmm. And at the end of it all, you just have to realize like, are were the bad years worth it? And sometimes the case is no, sometimes the bad way outweighs the good, you know, but it's, I think it's interesting to look at long-term relationships that way, because there's always going to be like sort of the dips and valleys, but those, mm. those dips or those, is it the valleys? Peaks <laughs> the, and valleys? Or the right? peaks and valleys? Yeah. The lows shouldn't be so low. You yeah. Know? But also I just kind of realized like, but uh, like, are the peaks like really what I need? You know what I mean? At the end of the day, like is being best friends and not having like the kind of intimacy I want and those things and not like, what am I willing to sacrifice here? Because I know I want more right. and I deserve more. Yeah. And I don't think he's ever going to get there. I don't think he's ever going to show up the way I really need him to. Even if, even though I've asked for it a million times, yeah. he just doesn't get it. And we've seen it on the show. And so I wonder yeah. what was it like those times when you felt like he didn't have your back or you were, you were would literally say to him, why, why couldn't you have my back there? Or we'd see him kind of play the middle ground or with, with arguments with people instead of maybe having his, his wife's back, like he should have. And, and certainly there are times I think you might have, been in the wrong with something and I understand him trying to kind of play that but it just happened every single time but so what were the conversations like when you would get done filming something like that because also I there's an added element of like that's fucked up that I would be pissed I think you did that to me on camera too like Mm -hmm. I'd be not only mad that you didn't have my back but then I'd be like you fucking did that on camera for the world to see when you're my husband yeah I would it was it was so incredibly frustrating because he would just be like, well, I feel like, you know, he would say things like you're acting like an idiot, you know? And I'm like, I wasn't acting like an idiot. And I would try to like explain to him, like, this is exactly what happened and lay it out for him. I'm like, I actually wasn't, I was actually having your back in this situation and they were trashing you. You know, if it was this Tom Sandoval and me arguing at Tom, Tom saying, you know, trying to take credit for him bringing, you know, money into our home. And I just like, I'm like, that's not only insulting to me, it's insulting to you, mm-hmm. you know, like, and it just, it didn't matter. Yeah. How right or wrong I was in the situation. He was always going to be on the defense against me. And so, yeah, when, especially when he would do it on, on camera and I'm like, so like, what the you, fuck? you don't mind how that like is going to look. And I, I don't, I don't optics to me are like, uh, I don't, I, I'm not trying to always like look a certain way or come across a certain but way. It's but, but, it. but it's the yeah, principle behind it. But it's, yeah, it's the, yeah. it is the principle of that behind it. Just like. And then I, to see him always have like Sandoval's back no matter what. Yeah. That yeah. must've been frustrating. But he just, he, it, it's like, he didn't see it. Yeah. I don't I, like, I, and I think to this day, he just thinks that like, well, if like, we'll name an instance where, because even like at the beginning of this episode where he's like, I think now that I'm divorced, I'm just, I'm more inclined to have your back. And I'm like, you're not, you're yeah. so not that like name a time. And he's like, okay, well, and he can't like, he can't. And I'm like, you know, and then there's Brock and I, you know, I was kind of like coming down on like Brock and his friendship, but it's just like, he's no problem. Like coming 
to the table and defending Brock and Brock was like, well, you're my groomsman. And Tom's like, yes, I am your groomsman. So I feel like I need to do something for you in this moment. So I'm going to go give it to her right now. Right. You know, it's just like, what? Like you barely know the guy. I always felt frustrated with the show. And I love the, I love the show, even though you guys had some bad seasons in there, (laughs) (laughs) but I think, um, the men on the show always, I find get to have more three dimension. They're presented a little bit more three dimensionally. Like they get to be goofy and silly and dumb. And then also show their mean sides where I sometimes feel like the women, particularly with you and Ariana, I think you don't get that other fun side of the two of you. And I know you have it. Yeah. <laughs> it's there. It's just like weird to me that it's never shown. Well, I don't know. And I, I mean, and I don't want to blame, like, I don't want to say it's a blanket statement because whatever. No, I mean, there's, it's, it's so <laughs> rare that you do see that side of me on the show. And it's like, and I know it's there. Like, cause it's not like I'm this one yeah. speed all summer long, but it's just like, <laughs> Yeah, you and don't then, get and, to be the fun and goofy, and same with Ariana. I, I mean, a lot of the time, I always told Ariana this: like, she doesn't get to <laughs> show that side. Or sometimes people say, "You guys got a sourpuss or something yeah, on but your look face." Look at who we're dealing yeah, with, yeah. and then and then there's like this, like so. Then the what the way we're looked at is that you know we are these like wet blankets, Debbie mm-hmm. Downers, you know, negative Nancys, which is just like again, they're like such the misogynistic undertones of, of all of those like statements are just beyond frustrating. Cause it's like, we're at the end of the day, I don't mind it because women are also allowed to have like, you know, emotions and, you know, be complex human beings where we don't always need to smile all the time or be bubbly or be this or be that. Um, because yeah, when we are dealing with men that are difficult and assholes or friends that are never wearing them shoes, <laughs> I get so mad. No, no shoes, shorts. Shoeless shorts. Shoeless shorts. Yeah. Um, then yeah, like it's it, it is hard to be jovial and and happy all the time when you're like having to deal with these men that are just pain in the ass. Wait. So how long do you think Schwartz was covering for the scandal? I mean, um, that is something that I'm still trying to figure out. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know because. I know there's like, there's a lot of different theories floating around out there. Like he knew the whole time and like, you know, he, he, yeah. Do you know definitively and you're just not allowed to say, or are you still actually trying to figure it out? A little bit of both. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I don't, can't really say right now. Cause like there, you know, that yeah, gets unpacked like later on and then at the reunion. But, um, you know, I think, I think pro- perhaps maybe longer than he's willing to admit, but I don't think he's known the whole time. Yeah. I'm so curious what Sandoval's like family thinks of this whole thing, because I want to know, like, when did they know? I mean, maybe you can enlighten me a little bit, like, but was, did his family know about the situation for a long period of time? And what did they (laughs) think about it? Because it seems like they've been, he's been parading it around secretly. Like we've seen, she's been at shows in different parts of the country. And then there's, I I think I read rumors that she was in, I know some other St. Louis or that's where he's from. But, um, do you know anything about that? I so can't say anything (laughs) because like, again, like we've, we started filming when all this was going down and yeah, there was some of that talked about. <laughs> yeah. Like, I wonder if he maybe brought Raquel to his family back in January and then 
maybe we found out or, you know, that, that was revealed. It all feels crazy. What was so your first crazy. thought, like when you heard that, when the whole thing dropped? Like, what you must have known a little bit before. Well, the public I, cause I had seen, first of all, like something about their friendship really rubbed me the wrong way. I know, like they're all like good friends, and I wasn't necessarily part of that crew, but like I intuitively just picked up on something that was just a little off to me. All right, and then I had seen like you know, like on Reddit that Rachel had gone to like one of his shows, like up in near Slick Sonoma or something. And I know she's got a friend up there or she went to school up there. Um, and she kind of made it seem like that's where she, what she was going to do. But also seeing that she went to that show and was like, never put it on her Instagram. I remember looking being like, Hmm, like she's, it was she's, fishy. I guess she's not going to see a show, but like every other show she goes, she's like, like the Tom and Tom's number one freaking fan. And every show she's at, she's bouncing around right up in front of the stage. Also, how fucked up to even not, sorry to cut you off, but like just wearing that Tom Tom sweatshirt and then uh, dressing up as each other for Halloween and then bringing Andy Cohen, the Tom Tom sweatshirt. It's like, who the fuck are you to bring the Tom Tom sweatshirt? Like when you look back and it's like, that's weird. And just like at Schwartz and Sandy's like every like night, like, I don't know. It's just, it. mm. do you think she has remorse for it? I mean, I don't think so. just just the way she was around me when I would say like, you know, I try to tell her like this, you know, I, I try to express to her my pain of like divorce and, you know, that like Tom was not just some like high school boyfriend and it would really make me uncomfortable if she would pursue anything with him, even just like a casual makeout. Not once, but then twice and cry mm. in front of her. My mom cry in front of her and she just was like, for her not to feel anything or feel bad or, and then, you know, still go through with it. Yeah. Like your mom in Vegas, who we love Terry, she was literally sitting across the table from her and saying like this, you know, my daughter's going through this right now. Like, please don't do this. For somebody that's incapable of empathy and compassion for that. Like, like I don't think she's capable of remorse or guilt or shame. I thought it was so fucked up how this was a couple <laughs> weekends ago. <laughs> I get so worked up about this, but a couple weekends ago, I don't know, last weekend or the one before there were these paparazzi photos of her outside the house when Ariana was filming that movie in it was like last week, last week. It, what was, I felt like that was set up. Like my take on it was, and I don't know this for sure. I just thought like, Okay, let me unpack this. Okay, hold on. So <laughs> I think Tom Sandoval would be okay with being the villain of the show. But I think the thing that he would be most upset about is seeing Ariana succeed more than him. And so I thought that her getting this movie, and obviously everybody is supporting her in this whole situation, I was thinking that must piss him off more than anything. I think he could handle the fact of like everyone thinking he's the villain, but I think like that probably made him more upset. So my take on it was I could imagine, or I could envision him calling the paparazzi or something as like a dig while she's away as a dig. Does it, am I, <laughs> I don't, on track? I mean, think? no, I, I think they've had paparazzi parked in front of yeah. their house for literal weeks, just they, waiting for someone to come in, come out, all of that. So, but go to a fucking hotel. Like, what are you doing? Go to her place. Yeah, you know that if you do know their paparazzi there, then like, why are you coming over there? Well, 
she's not working with a full deck. Right. So we know that. Right. <laughs> of course. It's crazy. To me. And that's where I, it's like, there's moments where even just as like a, a purveyor of all this craziness, it's like there are moments where I think, Oh, it must be really hard for her to have the whole world villainizing her rightfully so in so many ways. But then it's moments like that where it's like, well, I can't feel empathy for you because you should be literally anywhere. Like, why are you going to her? That's her house. Like that's fucked up. And that shows me at least as a purveyor that you don't have any remorse for this situation because you could have invited him to your apartment. You could have just stay away from that house. It's her house. Yeah. No, it's, it's, she could just be like, you know what? I, 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 something just doesn't feel right. Like I just, there's just a lot of heat on this, yeah. on me, on you. Like, For say a no, but months. Let's not go to the house that she partially owns, that she sleeps in every night. That's her safe space. Like, let's just like not go there. But I feel like it's may- probably not even like her. It's probably him, the one that's yeah. But see, that's why I thought. Like, I bet you, it's like a a little dig almost. Him being like, no, whatever. She's not here. It's my- I own half this house. I can do whatever I want in it. Da-da-da. Like, I'm sure that's probably yeah. what the conversation was like. And she's like, okay. But then also there's been no regard for Ariana's feelings throughout all of this anyway. So it's like, why start now? But it just, I know, I know. It's like so crazy to me. Ugh. I don't know. Where are you and Sheena at? She, she, um, you know, we've, so since all this has happened, obviously we've, you know, put our kind of issues aside to be there for Ariana. And, you know, um, that's been the most important and priority to us both. And um, I think she has talked about it. I don't know if you've heard, she's mentioned it publicly that she's apologized. And, um, you know, I think seeing after all this go down and her watching the show, obviously um, she's seeing things through a different lens. She's seeing my perspective on things a little bit. And that's great. Um, I, it was a really difficult summer and I felt really hurt and like, betrayed by certain people and by her actions because it was, you know, yeah, there's the whole her, you know, trying to get Raquel and Tom to make out. And when I, you know, she took one conversation in Vegas as gospel, right? Which (laughs) fine, whatever. But again, like I, to, to blame what she was doing solely on me and on that just seems Mm -hmm. ridiculous. But then, you know, just also watching just her kind of really try to get Tom almost to like resent me in ways by talking about like, well, she's, you know, she's fucking people. She's flirting with people. It's just like, whoa, 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 whoa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not that that's, that's just really not okay. Yeah. You know, cause I'm doing that just in complete privacy. I'm not bringing that to his door. I'm not even telling about that. I don't want him. To, I don't want to hurt him with that kind of information. So why are you doing that? You that you're she, not yeah. even being a good friend yeah. to him let alone me, but like, that's like, I, I don't know. I was just like very hurt by that. You know, I don't, I don't think anyone would dream of doing that to her in that situation. So like, why are you doing it to me? Do you think, was there any level of her kind of weaseling the situation for storyline for herself or to kind of, do you, there, yeah, because there's rumors that maybe she was going to be demoted or, or something like that. Well, I think she, she was, she saw my and Tom's, divorce as you know fodder was like oh like well i can just like be tom sort of like wing woman in this situation and and a way to like make myself important in this story but it's like this is not for you right and it's just like that was frustrating so i mean i understand and i and i saw and i do believe her and her apologies but for me it's like apologies are great and i think people need to apologize for themselves and you know not oftentimes we 
forgive for our own selves to let go of that anger and resentment. But, um, you know, I just would like to see change in behavior because I think we've kind of been down this road so many times in the past. And, you know, when we are around each other, like it's, I'm, I don't feel like anger and resentment towards her, but my, my trust and my walls are up a little bit and to be able to like trust her again, is going to be probably a bit of a challenge, but you know, I want to ask about the bridesmaid situation, but we got to take a quick break here and we're going to come back. Find me on social media at Danny Pellegrino on Twitter and Instagram. And I'm also on tour right now. So as people are listening, uh, I'm in Seattle right now as of this episode, but being out, but there are still tickets to next week's Salt Lake City show. And you're from Salt Lake. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to be well, there. Park City. Close enough. Yeah. Close He's enough. Up. Okay. Well, everyone come to uh, Salt Lake City. Go to everythingiconic.com for those tickets and we'll be right back. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Well, unfiltered mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine. That's where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, my listeners can use code EVERYTHINGICONIC, all together one word, at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry, your hair and skin will thank you. This episode is sponsored by Los Angeles Tourism. Y'all know I'm from the Midwest, but I've lived in California for so long, and I truly do love it here in LA. There's so much to do. My parents were just in town and said the same thing, because we always have something to do when they visit. There's so much good food and drink here. There's lots of pop-ups, rooftop bars, year-round alfresco dining. I love being able to eat outside here all the time, but they really have so many different food options uh, that you can get all the time. Tons of great shopping and fashion. Uh, They just opened up a new shopping center right across the street from where we live. And it's just fantastic to be able to walk there. I love that. I love having the sun. I love the attractions, the studios, the lifestyle. You get all the Hollywood pop culture stuff that I certainly love so much. Uh, and also, you just get the wonderful weather. It's really a fantastic place. So I want to encourage you all to head to discoverla.com. Again, need more ideas for your next visit? Just head to discoverla.com. Ever since I saw Clueless, I wanted to have the most amazing wardrobe, and that includes all of the clothes inside the wardrobe closet, and that's why I'm excited to talk to you about Quince. Now, Quince has you covered with truly timeless pieces that never go out of style. You'll have them in your closet forever. Quince has all sorts of must-haves. I'm talking uh, Mongolian cashmere crewneck sweaters from $50. I have a blue cashmere crewneck sweater I got from them that I get so many compliments on all the time. I love it. Plus, iconic 100% leather jackets and versatile flow-knit activewear. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts 
out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings all over to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices, along with premium fabrics and finishes. Love that. Makes you feel good about shopping with Quince. Uh, again, I've gotten a lot of stuff there. Just uh, good quality pieces and a lot of different options if you're looking to upgrade your wardrobe. So indulge in the affordable luxury. Go to Quince.com slash iconic for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Quince. Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash iconic to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash iconic. And we're back with uh, Katie Maloney. There's just something about her. I'm so excited for it to open. Yeah. What, when are we opening? Do we know? Um, well, because now we've like really begun the design and we have like contractors getting to work in there. That in itself, I think, is going to be like a couple months project just to get it all together. So we have that working, and then it's just getting back in touch with you know chef and you know getting the menu really kind of finalized and together. And just so like as long as everything just like continues to go as planned, like I think we can start like or be open by. I don't want to say because ugh. end of summer. No, no, beginning no, no. Of summer. Yeah, like well, what do you consider beginning of summer? Like May. Uh, maybe a little more. June? Yeah, ish. June, July-ish? Yeah. That's okay. kind of like where we're looking, but like, obviously, we're not going to say a specific date because, you know. Yeah. But the, I'm always just in the girl. history, I know, things could go wrong, but in the history of your show, usually you film in the summertime, so it would make yeah. sense to be sort of the opening as one of the early episodes. So that would make sense. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just, we, you know, we've taken our time, unlike some other people, and to, to work with experts birds who know what they're doing to really crystallize a plan and a budget and our brand. You tell me someone you're working at Watch What Happens Live, you told me something. Are you allowed to say uh, about someone you're working with? I, I think so, but... Okay, because I mean, our listeners, everything Iconic listeners will be really excited about this. Yeah, so um, when we were, you know, obviously this whole something about her and the vision behind that was wanting to have be, you know, romanticized lunch a la, you know, rom-coms and, you know, the style of like Nancy Myers and feeling like, okay, well, like, I want to feel like I'm... You want to live in a, a Nancy Myers I want to live in a Nancy yeah. Myers movie. So I'm like, when I'm, we're talking about like what this place looks like and feels like, I'm like, well, who does Nancy Myers movies? <laughs> so I like found the production designer of Nancy Myers movies. I mean, come on, Katie. That's like the most exciting thing. It's like <laughs> yeah, so, the craziest thing. I know. So, you know, um, yeah. Who he, it's a guy, right? Yeah. yeah. His name's Sean Hutman and, um, he's lovely and amazing and talented and, um, just completely like gets and sees the vision and it's like, it's going to be stunning. And- so one of the things that I think we can, uh, gather from all of this is there was this Nancy Myers movie that was going to happen. Yeah. It was very public about how she was going to do it at Netflix and they were going to do $150 million for that movie. But it, the Netflix people decided it was too much money. So they canceled the project and so that left an opening for this man. Yeah. And now, so uh, unfortunately, we're not getting the Nancy Myers movie yet. Although I think it's, <laughs> we're going to get it eventually, I think. But um, now we're going to get the coziest fucking sandwich shop in the fucking it's, world. It's really going to be so beautiful. And I cannot wait. It's, yeah, cozy. Be- like It's like almost like airy, earthy, romantic. Like, what kind of food? Like, what kind of sandwiches are we looking for? Um, sandwiches are, like, are going to be the, you know, kind of uh, like gourmet gourmet deli but like you know the ones classic ones that you that you already know and love and enjoy but elevated you know you're gonna have like a like a 
traditional kind of turkey, but like maybe a little bit of spice, a little kick to it. It's, you know, a spicy Italian. I love a good like egg salad sandwich. That's got to be on there. We got to have a what kind of sides there. are we doing? French fries, salads, chips. Um, we got to have like some seasonal salads that can we can mm. rotate depending on you know the time of year and what's in season. Whether it's like we get some like fruits in there, like or the fall. Like I love like a nice you know. Oh my God. I can't wait to come in the fall. Like a harvest. <laughs> oh, I want to have like mold wine <sighs> in the fall. Like, I mean, and there'll be alcohol. You can get alcohol there. Yeah. So we want to do beer and wine. Okay. Um, you know, Ariana, she can make, you know, a lot of like wine based cocktails. Um, she's got the skills for that. Yeah. People don't know that she does have the skills for that. And I just want to clear that up too. Cause people ask me about the cocktail book all the time and, and how Tom kind of like got on board with that when it was initially going to be her thing. But, uh, she, has like a long history of, of um, mixology and stuff. So it's yeah. like she, she has that history, but for some reason that also, I feel like he's on the show as like yeah. the mixologist, but she never really showed that. <laughs> I, I know, but she's so um, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited for us to like have some fun with that. Like you can do a wine based margarita. You can do like wine based um, like mojitos and all those kind of things that like you, you wouldn't even think I didn't even know about that. And I was like, all right. I'm um, going back to the show. Tell me about the bridesmaid situation. Like, did you steal a room from one of Sheena's bridesmaids or something <laughs> like that was all made up, right? No, I mean, I don't know what that was about. Like, <laughs> I don't know how, if it was made up or what apparent, I, I think Felt like Jamie, like she had booked a room, but, um, by the time it came to pay the rest of like the deposit or something, her card had expired. So therefore her reservation was canceled. And then, you know, she was like, well, Katie has her room and I'll just pay her for it. And then, you know, but it's like, no, I still want to like, you still have to go for the TV show. You're filming. Well, I mean like the thing is I had a room. So like, yeah, I'm going to go still like, and we're all going like on a trip here, like a cast trip, essentially, you know, like I can't just say no. Right. <laughs> and I can't, and I also can't just stay at whatever like resort I want when like the, the technical thing when it comes to stuff is that like when they have, they have to like get permits and clear places to stay. Like I we can't just, same thing when we like film, like the people think that the cameras just show up at my house and they're like, where are we going today? Like, that's not how it works. Like they have to get permits from the city to like go around places. That's just like something I don't think people consider. So do you ever think about what it would be like to go back in time to those early two thousands, like a newlyweds type show, <laughs> which, you know, I love, but I that too. was just such a different era where I think people were still trying to figure out reality TV and Mm -hmm. everything. So there was more of that kind of people just being followed around. I'm sure with newlyweds, they still had a schedule that seemed like, well, yeah, I mean, there's, there's more people that work on those shows than you realize that they have to like tell like the crew what time and where they're going to go. And there's probably more than one crew that works on it. So, you know, what's it like in Mexico? We saw that, but, oh, but yeah, with the real, I had booked my room and paid for it in full, be, like by the beginning of June. So did like, you pay for it? It does. I paid production for it. Pay for it. I, I got a res- No, I paid for it. Okay. <laughs> Wait, so why don't they pay for the rooms? Shouldn't they have to pay for the room? Well, b- because um, I don't know. Usually if it's like a wedding or something, it's something that we're going to oh. go to anyway. We pay for it. You know, like I, and Jackson, Brittany were at the wedding, but they're not going to be on camera. Right. Is that the thing? I, yeah. Like they, they're not, but they stayed at a different resort. Jackson, Brittany, Kristen didn't stay at the same resort. Okay. <laughs> what do you think of um, Kristen filming again? Did you film with her for that? There's going to be like a tacked on episode or I don't know if tacked right. on is the right word, but there's going to be one final episode before the reunion airs that was like new footage after the Scandal situation. And Kristen filmed. Yeah. Did you film with her? I didn't film with her. No. What do you think of that? I mean, 
I think it's great. I think it's great to have her and Ariana like get together. I mean, that's uh, the Tom, the yeah. Tom comma denominator. <laughs> Yikes. I was so frustrated. To me, it was such a missed opportunity when that season where um, all those people left, like right, or where they were let go. I thought it was such a missed opportunity to not come back that following season and like have you all talk about it and discuss it. Cause to me, that was the biggest thing that happened on the show. Yeah. And then it was just ignored. And I don't know, maybe it was like for legal reasons or something or, or I don't know what it was, but it seemed like, why aren't we fucking talk? That to me was almost the nail in the coffin for the show. And of course, then the show came back and now it's better than ever, but yeah. it felt like a nail in the coffin to me of like, well, we're, this yeah. is the biggest thing in the casual viewer. I always said, doesn't, how are they going to know what, happened to all of these people Mm because it was never explained and although i'm sitting here doing a show about this and taking notes as i watch like when my brothers watch like (laughs) they just put it on when it's on and they love you guys and stuff but that's then it's over for them Mm -hmm. and so they don't follow everyone on social media or they don't follow the bravo accounts to know there's a public statement that they were let go or something so it was like why aren't we talking about this i yeah i mean that would have been something i would have liked yeah. And would have preferred, but I think it was just kind of like, like, all right, well, I guess we got to do something because no one wants them around and no one wants to see them. Okay. Bye. Yeah. Like, all right, well, <laughs> that's so strange, especially because okay. there was so many people. I understand those people who were just there for like one season, but to not explain the people who started the show, it was like half the people mm-hmm. that started the show was strange to me. Yeah. Would you want any of them back? Um, I mean, yeah, obviously it's for me because it's like I'm still very, you know, like close with like Stassi. I'm Harford's godmother and everything like that. But it, like it's now been like so long that I, I don't know even if they would want to or how that would, you know, make sense. You know, I don't I'm not sure how they would even feel about it at this point, um, because it seems like Jackson Brittany said they want to come back. Did well, I hear that? <laughs> I mean, Jax has also been talking shit about the show for three years. So like, I don't know what yeah. he, that's, I find that odd um, that all of a sudden he's changed his tune, but okay. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think, I, I think even Kristen said that she wouldn't be interested in coming back. So, so who would come back then? It would just have to be Jackson and Brittany. <laughs> I mean, which I think, I think we're okay. I, I just, I think, I think right now like, it was like, it's yeah, very cool because like we got like me and Ariana are in a very like, who would have thought that? I mean, I started out this, like this last year, like, you know, separated and now divorced and, and look, Ariana's now started out this year on yeah. her, you know, newly single and we're about to open up this place together. And we've got Lala who's, you know, she's single and, you know, it makes even less sense for a couple to come on the um, show. Yeah, I mean, did. like, I'm just looking at the like the, yeah. the current like dynamics, and I'm just like, I don't know. I'm <laughs> such a huge fan of just people popping in for like one scene a season. Like that's what I always think is the best of all, of all the worlds. Like just give me or invite them in for one episode, but not for the whole thing. Like I, I'm thrilled that we're going to get to catch up and see Kristen on the show and. Let's see that for one episode mm-hmm. and then, then we can move on <laughs> and, or Jackson, Brittany, like let's get, let's pop in them or pop them in there. You know? Yeah. Um, what was your biggest pet peeve in your, I'm going to go back to my notes um, in your relationship. Was there one like pet peeve? Obviously for me, it was, 
Tom never wearing closed toed <laughs> shoes. Like that to me would drive me insane. Like I, I already feel that men should be wearing sh- shoes and socks in general, but he was never doing that in public. The, the grippers is that what his grippers are always out. Yeah, his hooves and his gripper. Yeah, it's like come on. I love when you say grippers and and then the blouses. <laughs> the grippers is so funny to me because um, it's like a high school thing. I there's this guy I remember, and you know how guys and luckily it's not that bad anymore. Or, I mean, it's still bad, but you know how men just touch and grab inappropriately. There was like this guy in high school that he would always like be grabbing the side of girls, um, oh, whatever like their, their hip or like their side of their, just like their torso. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's torso, just like when all the time, just like kind of touching that. And it wasn't, it was inappropriate for sure, but mm-hmm. it was just like the side of them. And the girls would always complain about it and be like, I'm so sick of him. I'm not going to say his name, but like he's always doing that. So the one time after some drinks, this was in high school. And I was like, I yelled at him. I was like, you got to stop putting your grippers all over these. Gr-. And then it became like this joke. So now it always is so funny to me because I say it on the show and people will say grippers now. And it's funny because I, it just sort of accidentally came out in high school and it was an inside joke with friends, but oh my God. anyway, um, but so his, yeah, pet, so, pet peeve. Yeah. Pet peeve. Um, okay. There's, there's like one that's like kind of just small, but it would irritate me. Um, and then there's like a, a larger one that was like, he he was so terrible at listening. I would tell him something and he would just, he would either just like not be paying attention at all. I'd be like, hello. Or I would tell, you know, tell him things and he would pay attention, but then just like completely forget. And I would be like, I literally just told you that <laughs> it's, it, it's, it's so, so frustrating to deal with somebody like that who just doesn't pay attention to you in more ways than one. And then something else that would annoy me, he would sneeze really, really loud. Like, you know, dads would sneeze. They'd be like, gotcha. I'm like, you don't need to put that much behind it, dude. Like it's so weird. Or he would do this thing with his throat where he like, like that yeah like an allergy kind of thing or or, um, sarah jessica parker in the family stone (laughs) yeah but like or he but he i can't do it he like make it sound like sound like there was a frog i can't even do it it was like i'm just like oh i just look at him be like oh yuck um am i trashing him too much was it what what give me a good thing about him (laughs) was Um, there one (laughs) no i mean like he's (laughs) that's mean um a good thing like i don't know he's he has like some really like wonderful, like little, like little quirks. I don't know. Like he, he's so thoughtful. Like always like when he comes back from like the grocery store, he'd always be like, do you need me to go get you something? He'd make breakfast all that. Like now I don't, I don't ever have breakfast because yeah. I don't, I, <laughs> I'm just out here always hungry because yeah. he would always give me food and everything like that. Um, but even now, will like you do breakfast sandwiches at the uh, sandwich shop or will it be like a lunchtime? Well, I mean, maybe, but we're going to focus on lunch for now. Yeah, yeah. But okay. Even now, sometimes when he like brings the dogs over, he'll like bring like, you know, give, he'll pick up some like treats for them on the way over and he'll like sometimes include like uh-huh. a bottle of wine for me. That's nice. Yeah. So it's like, he's very, he's extremely thoughtful in that sense. Like always just like kind of doing nice things in that way. Uh, to turn it back around on things we don't like about him there was, <laughs> <laughs> on the watch, what happens live after show I had I brought something up and I thought it was a really beautiful moment. I encourage everyone to go listen to it or see it or whatever online. Um, cause it happened during the after show, but I, I had told you that when I rewatched the show in the season post wedding, that he had this uh, cheating situation where he had like made out with someone, but it was just sort of excused and he had done it before the mm-hmm. wedding too. But like after the wedding to me, it just, it seemed like even 
more of a betrayal because it was like post-marriage. Mm. And then also it was excused so quickly by not just him, but you and the rest of the cat. It just sort of went really quickly. And, and I kind of read into it like you were just letting it go. And so your response on the after show was that you were a broken woman in a lot of ways. And so I wonder like, what, what would you go back and tell that version of yourself now? Like you're only a few years post that moment. Yeah. Um, just to not put your head back in the sand, you know, mm-hmm. that, and I think a lot of it too, is just that like, I knew that it was not okay, but I just, I was not equipped to deal with it. Like I, I did not have, I was lacking so much confidence and self-esteem that I, I would not even know where to begin to, to like really face the truth. Mm-hmm. And that what I knew of like, what I knew I had to do or what I knew what, you know, like just actually what the truth of it was, was that like, I, this wasn't the future for me and this wasn't the the relationship or the marriage for me. But like when you are not like, again, equipped with the confidence and the, you know, se- security to actually face those things, you just want to look the other way. And also having that come up on the show means that like, you're going to, what are you going to do about it? What are you going to do? So every mm-hmm. single person, it's going to come up in every conversation. So I, I kind of wanted to dismiss it mm. just to like have it not become that because again, it would have like wrecked me even more. Yeah. And I knew I was already just like not great. <laughs> oh, interesting. Yeah. You know? And you had already sort of dealt with that, a similar situation pre wedding. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, but again, you can only push those like things off. Like did, did I dismiss it and like let it go? No, obviously. Yeah. But I just, but I put it somewhere. Yeah. I packed it away somewhere inside of me for as long as I could. Was there other instances of cheating post-marriage? Probably, but I didn't know about it. I didn't understand that whole thing of like, well, uh, he got so, he kept getting so drunk at the club and it was like, well, why are you, (laughs) Mm -hmm. I was just thinking like, well, why are you going, if that's what happens when you're at the club, like, why are you a drinking so much? so that that's allowed to happen or, or going and putting yourself in these environments. Well, yeah, that's, that's kind of when it, when it started to bother me too, because as I've gotten like a little bit older, like my entire, you know, my relationship with like alcohol and partying has like changed quite a bit too. Like sometimes when I go on vacation, like I'll have a little bit more. Sometimes there might be a night where I'm like, Oh, I probably shouldn't have had that, um, that last martini there because, you know, um, but those times are so few and far between these days that where I look at him and I'm just like, like it was really starting to bother me. And that became also like a a tipping point too, where I, you know, I asked him, I'm just like, why, like, was, could you be, would you be willing to change this? And he was just like, no. Wow. Uh, your reunion look came out. How do you decide on that? And also who do you think looked the best? Besides oh, um, besides everyone's Ariana. talking about Ariana. Yeah, everyone's talking about Ariana's revenge dress, and she looked amazing. She looked so hot. I mean, yeah, like there's no doubt about that. Like she looked, her body's banging, and that dress was just like what was, surfing. What was Sandoval's face like when he first saw it? I, don't, I mean, did, was everyone just like watching him to like watch that reaction? I I don't know because I don't. There was so much, there's so much like happening yeah, and I yeah. saw on the stage that I don't, there wasn't like a revealing, it wasn't like, and here's Ariana coming like up through the stage on one of those like riser things. I don't, I don't know that I saw like his face. Um, but how do you decide? Okay. For me, you know, you want, you want to have like, 
you want to be serving look in the moment of the reunion, but also like those, we don't get like the housewife's couches to sit on that are like probably comfortable for an all day situation. We have these stools that are so uncomfortable. My like legs are long that I can like sit in a certain way that they can just touch the floor and be fine. But also like that is not comfortable for the entire duration, but I can't, but also the little bar that's on the thing Mm -hmm. is almost like at an awkward height where it's not the most flattering way to sit. So anyway, I saw a housewife once say that you have to plan for a sitting dress. It's a sitting dress situation. So you also want to consider like, okay, is this also going to be flattering for the, am I going to have to like suck in the Uh entire time when you do that? Then your back hurts. Like I remember Ariana was talking about how her back was like really starting to hurt because she had to flex the entire, (laughs) in that kind of dress. Yeah. You got to. Um, so yeah, I was like, for me, I want it to be like a really wonderful sitting dress, but also like, it's going to be comfortable to sit in that uncomfortable stool all day long. Did you have, do designers reach out to you all and say, oh, we'd love to do a dress for you? Or do you reach out to them? Or is it just like go to the store and find something? You work with your stylist? Like what's the... In the past, I just went to like, I went online or would go to store. But this year I worked with a stylist and so she went and pulled some stuff and then I just went to her office and tried on things. Did you feel betrayed by Sandoval or do you, you always sort of hated him, right? (laughs) (laughs) Um... I've he, I've been personally victimized by Tom Sandoval for years now, so yeah. I was bamboozled. I always thought he was like so nice. I'm listen. He has his moments, yeah. but like he's like he's been antagonizing me for years. Yeah, so. yeah. You guys always had trouble because do you, I mean him and really the end game is those two Toms. Like I feel like they're end game for each other. I mean, yeah, little and throw Rachel in there. They can be a little like. Three's company. Um, what do you make of the argument? Uh, people say that you forced Schwartz to marry you. <laughs> and But you can't force a grown person to marry you. And that's still, I would also argue that that still would be on them. Like that's still on Schwartz then. Like, what do you mean? He was, this grown man was forced to marry you. Like, I, it's crazy yeah, you literally cannot force anyone to marry you. Tom and I talked about marriage all the time. I was just tired of talking about it. I was like, listen, enough like we're we're done. like talk is cheap if you want to marry me let's do it you, you've been messing around you know yeah you cheat on you so it's like if you want to be serious and you want to prove to me that you can commit and you're you know you're an adult and you want to do adult things and live an adult life in an adult world then yeah yeah let's do it um otherwise let me move on and, and he could have how yeah. easy yeah, yeah. i was giving him i was showing him the door and for somebody that like cannot make <laughs> you know, big decisions like that for someone to just be able to walk out the door, then that would have been an opportune time for him, but he didn't. Right. Uh, what's this the rumors about a Vanderpump Valley show? Like I've heard this forever and I think it's been trying to be something that's been getting off the ground with like maybe Jackson, Brittany, Kristen, her husband, or no, she's not married mm. boyfriend. Is yeah. that a thing? Have you heard anything I that mean, you could share? I remember like back in the day, like, like before pandemic, that was something that we like was talked about with like, with Stassi, yeah, but so like now, like I, I don't know. I mean, I think that's something that they would probably love to do, but I don't. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm obviously not involved in it. Yeah, and yeah, you don't think Stassi would ever come back? Um, listen, I think she's would. I don't think she's closed the door on reality TV. I just think it would have to make sense and like with her. I mean, she's gonna have another baby so like i don't know i think just depending on like who it was involved in if it would make 
you know, makes sense. What, um, let me get back to my notes here. So you got so many questions to ask Mm. you. Uh, what, uh, when are you filming next? (laughs) No idea. (laughs) I have no, listen, we we just filmed the reunion. We just like wrapped up season 10. Was Charlie at the reunion? I, I mean, they've released the pictures of everyone that was there. So she was there, but she didn't, she got cut out. (laughs) Is that what you're saying? That happens. I I don't know if I can confirm or deny anyone (sighs) that was there. Okay, I'm going to say, you know, that happened on Jersey Tracy from last season. She was like a friend of, and she like posted her own photo of her on the reunion set. And then she was never on, never aired. Oh, and I think that'd be devastating. Oh, (laughs) and I love Charlie. I wanted Charlie at the reunion. I like Charlie. Do you like Charlie? I do like Charlie. Like, listen, like it it was, um, unfortunate how things went down because she was also duped by Rachel. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, I want Charlie to come back. I feel like she, Charlie, I think she has such potential for the show. Like, I think she's good like, for the show. I wish, I mean, not that I would ever think that Charlie and Christina Kelly would get along, but it's like, you know. <laughs> is Christina Kelly mean? I feel like No, mean. no, Christina is, Christina is so not, but the thing is, is like, she kind of like, doesn't really like. Care about any of it? She, no, she just is just like. What were the mechanics of her coming back on the show? Because of all people to bring back, were you the one sort of spearheading, like, let's, you know, bring her back because you guys were friends? Or like, Yeah, what was the well, I mean, like, I've, we, like, listen, I've been wanting Christine to come back for yeah. years, and she was just kind of like, oh, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. And then this year, she was kind of like, you know what? Sure. Yeah. I was like, what? So, yeah, I mean, Christine, I've always wanted to, to have back around. Would you film next season with Sandoval and Rachel? <sighs> yeah. I mean, it's really not. Up to me. Do I want to see them? No. Yeah. But I don't know if I get that choice. <laughs> what was the vibe at the reunion? So there's this big rumor about two men getting in a physical fight or something like that. But who, you can't tell me who it was, right? <laughs> Obviously not. <laughs> what can you tell me? Tell me something. Oh. What was the vibe at the reunion? The vibe was just... I'll tell you. I'm a little worried. Can I tell you why? Why? Because I heard it was like fi- only a five-hour shoot. Should I be worried about that? Five hours. Why the hell was I there so damn early? <laughs> That's what I think Andy said on his radio um, show or something. And normally like those housewife tapings can be like 10 hours. I think we started around 11 and okay. I was out of there by like seven ish. So I'd also six, imagine six forty five and seven. Maybe I left. I would also imagine that there was so much to talk about that. It was probably like, we don't need, we don't need to stretch this out. Like we know. Yeah, I mean, there was times where, okay, there was times where I laughed really, really hard. <laughs> okay. okay. Who came hardest for Sandoval? Um, it, okay, I mean, I don't know. It was, it's hard to say. Like, it was pretty, like, even amongst... <laughs> Everybody. Like, Lala like, and James were giving it pretty hard. At times, like, you know, like, Aaron had some real... St- strong words for him like i mean it was like the the side of the room i was on it was like it was just does schwartz go hard on him no no i mean did anyone go hard on schwartz because here's the other situation that i feel like he's gonna weasel his way out of like any (laughs) accountability because now the focus is on sandoval so it's like does he take accountability for any of his situation with rachel or covering up for sandoval or any of that um, that's, that's definitely addressed. Okay. Like it's addressed. Was Andy pissed at Sandoval? Like, did, does he give it to him good? 
Uh, I'm trying to remember, honestly. I feel like he does. He probably does. And also, who do you think Andy likes the best on your cast? Because, or, or during those reunion tapings, like, does Andy have like a, a person that he's always kind of looking at? Like with the housewives, it's always, um, I think I've heard maybe Kyle Richards say that like her and Andy will look at each other and they'll kind of like have their own little moment to laugh. Like, does Andy have that with the Vanderpump cast? Um, I'm sure him and Lisa on some level, but maybe with the younger people. I, it's hard to say. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, he was pretty like, this time I feel like with mostly like our side of the room, it was like, I don't, yeah, know. Yeah. I don't know. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say I would. The thing is, I think Andy and, and, and Tom Sandoval used to have their St. Louis like bond, right. but yeah, I don't know. But no, I don't, I don't know. I don't think there's like one person that he favors over anyone else, but like, I don't know. He's always, he's always really nice to me. I feel so. like he gets a kick out of James, like rewatching the reunions. I feel like he <laughs> has, a, he laughs at James. James is so funny. Yeah, he's, he's just hilarious. Yeah. What do you think of Allie? Do you like her? I like Allie. Allie's she, so you, sweet. Where, are, we, are you worried at all about her just wanting to be on the show, or does she seem like naturally just sort of? I, you know, because she was on a reality show. Yeah, that worries me, Katie. Well, so was Stassi. That's true. Yeah, but but it's different because Stassi, this was she <laughs> no, created started this reality show, whereas yeah. Allie is like coming in dating someone single who just got out of a relationship and and she's from Ohio. So like I'm rooting for her. I just want to make sure that her intentions are good because what if we're sitting here in two years and then she just was doing the same thing Rachel did banging someone's boyfriend. Yeah. Well, God, I, I want to I I, go in with open eyes. I really, <laughs> really hope not. My read on her is that she seems like a pretty authentic person. If she is dating James Jesse on the show, at least I like her and she yeah. seems like a good <laughs> Did you have reservations when Rachel first came on the show or you I were... did I I did not take to her. Yeah. I, I you know, also the you know, James and I didn't really get along, but even like you know, as we, we had moments where we were off and on, she, she was just it was it was hard. Like it was just like like, you know she was just yeah. Uh how's Ariana doing now? I think she's doing good. Yeah. I mean, yeah, she's she's very very busy, um, but I think she has like a very, you know, salt. Like I keep saying this, but it's like the only way to describe it. Like a like pretty healthy outlook and perspective on things, um, all things considered. Um, that she just is feeling like very optimistic about things. That you know, um, at the end of the day, like it's sort of. A blessing in disguise even if you can't yeah. you know see it now that she knows that her life is gonna be so much better off and, mm-hmm. and improve in a lot of ways and it's gross out as she gets and she like will have those kind of triggering moments that she just like really feels like overall like pretty damn good like she's like she's feeling herself these days and good. it's really nice to see are you dating anyone now no. Do you want no. to, or do you want, or what, where are you at with that kind of stuff? I'm, I'm very much more open to it now. Like, like being, you know, to actually dating. I think before I was kind of like, well, I'm, it's really only like a casual thing. I don't, I don't think I could like be open to dating someone. My, I was very like emotionally like walled um, up, but for, I'm not like on apps. I don't want to like aggressively pursue that and like just go on like a dating spree. You know, for me, it's just kind of like, if I meet someone and I find them interesting and I think there's something there, then, you know, there's no expectations or limitations to anything. Like I'm not saying that like 
I'm expecting they're like trying to force or rush anything along, but I'm also like not taking anything off the table. So, uh, is uh, it, the sex part must be good post because maybe <laughs> it wasn't great. Well, it was just not, not there. <laughs> it was it was non-existent. Um, I'm happy about that. Yeah. Well, now now I'm just For understanding you. like how important that is in a yeah. relationship. So that's something that I will be you know making sure is prioritizing. Prioritized. Yeah. Uh, Rihanna follows you on social media. Yeah. Has she reached out after this whole thing <laughs> with a scandal? Yeah. No. Okay. No. Has any celebrity? I'm sure people in your DMs. There's got to been celebrity that's like, what's going on? Because um, people were reaching out to like I do this so tangentially. Who? And, I mean, <laughs> tell me later. <laughs> yeah, but but it's yeah. People were just like interesting. Yeah, I don't. I think the only reason why maybe people haven't is because of my proximity in being, you know, or being in it. That mm-hmm. I don't know if people like want to bother. I don't know. Maybe I, they're like, I don't know if I should. Maybe they will like eventually but i don't know like i think being so directly related to it maybe they're not yeah anything you want to clear up about the scandal situation or tease about the reunion or some sort of uh gossip that you can give me that <laughs> the bravo people will be mad that you give me <laughs> they'll, be, they'll be mad no well enough, that they won't be mad that they won't be mad i should say i'm not i'm trying to think because yeah i i always try to be like give what I can without getting in, in, in trouble, obviously. I, I think I mentioned this on the show. When I did Watch What Happens Live, I felt like you were probably so confused over what you could say because it was like in the middle of all of that. And then also you all were still filming. You mm-hmm. would come straight from filming. <laughs> yeah. And it must be a clusterfuck in your head of like, well, what am I allowed to say? Or like what? I, I know because it's like, how much how much can I just give of like my opinion without like, spoiling things because I'm not spo- you know like but it's also it's, your life. I, I'm of the belief that it's always so much more interesting to watch because I can sit here and describe to you what yeah. happened or this or that but it's like it's almost not going to like make sense or really do it justice because it's just so much like just the, it's going to be good the, 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 the watchability and the, the, the watch factor of the reunion is really what it's going to be it's not just like it's Two parts? Is it going to be two um, or three? I don't know. Andy, I think, Andy normally, said Peacock no, is going to do extended. I heard that he said that honestly because normally when we're sitting at the reunion, he'll be like, he'll be saying like, "Welcome back." He'll do those kind of like um, wild lines things, and he'll say part, "Welcome back to part one," or "Welcome back to part two, or "Welcome back." And that, but he didn't do that this time, so we oh. don't know. Interesting. I've heard part. I've heard two parts. I've heard three parts, but they haven't told us yet. Will Tom and Rachel stay together? Or for how long do you anticipate them staying together? Because they won't probably, right? I mean, I think, I don't know. I mean, I honestly feel like I could see them trying to like, trying to go the distance because it's like, well, you know what? Like we just blew up our lives. And because I think that they probably, I mean, they haven't been doing this for, you know, seven months because, you know. That's true. There's a rumor she's pregnant. She's not, that's not true, right? God, I hope. Not. <laughs> yeah, and would she? Do you think she would move in that house, or they're going to sell the house, right? Oh, I, they're going to have to sell that house. Okay. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. Are you kidding me? Icons. 
I'm sure I've mentioned this many a time on the show, but I use DoorDash all the time, and I'm sure so many of you are right there with me. When you need a meal, you hop on DoorDash. And that's why I'm so excited to tell you about DoorDash's Dash Pass. It's the most affordable way to get anything in your area delivered to your door, helping you save lots of money, lots of time with every one of your DoorDash orders. So it's really a big saver with $0 delivery fees and lower service fees on your eligible orders. Dash Pass makes it super easy to save on restaurants or retail items, groceries, all your local favorites that deliver on DoorDash. Because I don't just get my meals. I also get a lot of groceries. You can get, again, retail items, local stuff. Dash Pass, too, pays for itself in just two orders on average, making delivery even more worth it. Plus, Dash Pass gives you special access to exclusive promotions, member-only menu items, all for just $9.99 a month. So get more from your delivery for less. Sign up for Dash Pass today only on DoorDash. Use code ICONIC24. That's ICONIC24 and get 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $12 or more after signing up for Dash Pass. Subject to change, terms apply. Again, use code ICONIC24 and get 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $12 or more after signing up for Dash Pass. Icons, did you ever watch True Blood? I was obsessed. I thought the men on that show, Alexander Skarsgård, Ryan Quanton, I was in love with him when that show was airing. And I thought it was just so good. And so that's why I'm so excited to tell you about the new season of the Truest Blood podcast. The Truest Blood podcast is fantastic. If you haven't listened before, it's hosts Kristen Bauer and Deborah Ann Wall who rewatch and tell true stories from the set of HBO's iconic series, True Blood. They discuss the episodes, the blood, both fake and real, and all the sexy bites in between. And this season of the podcast, they cover seasons three and four of True Blood, uh, where there's more werewolves, witches, and vampire royalty on the show. Plus, I have really great people who worked behind the scenes of the show coming on and talking about the show. Lots of that to come. I think we're all pop culture junkies here. And one of the things that I love about pop culture is seeing how the sausage is made. And so I think that's why we're all going to be so excited to listen to the Truest Blood podcast. So check it out. uh, And also check out the show True Blood. Watch all episodes of True Blood on Max and listen to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. I think I asked you everything, Katie. I'm trying to think. I'm like, what are people going to be mad? I didn't ask you. I think I asked everything. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think if there's anything to say, but it's going to be. Yeah, there's still so much like season left that you haven't seen yet well i'm excited that last episode or whatever you filmed post i mean i can't wait to see the shishi restraining order situation happening that was actually another thing that pissed me off the most because the fact that rachel didn't even show up to court it's like then it's just so hard to find those moments where you want to empathize with someone like i want to find some sort of i I don't want this person to just be have the worst life now ever because she made some mistakes but then it's like well but you keep making these mistakes over and over again then quit fucking up yeah yeah I, I like yeah. I mean, girl, like she's literally d- doing it to herself. Yeah, like she didn't care that she was coming across as just so gross with what she was doing to Schwartz, like in front of my face, not caring how I felt about it, not caring about the situation, but then doing the, this other dirty, dirty thing behind everyone's back. Like, wow. Yeah. Wow. That's oh, gross. Yeah. Yeah. The all the stuff that they did was just disgusting. Anyway, Katie, this was so fun. Where tell everyone where they can find you on social media, and also um, your po- anything you want to play, all that stuff. Um, yeah, can so we still get the merch? 
Yeah. Okay. So, so you can find me music heels Kate also follow something about her on Instagram because you know, we'll be doing some updates on there. Like as soon as, you know, some things really, really get rolling and that'll be fun and exciting. And then that's where our merch, you can find the link to our, our merch and we're going to be adding some new merch really soon to, you know, keep it fresh. And, you know, as we're getting into summer as well too. And then, um, do you feel just like the the support and love of people wanting this fucking sandwich shop so bad now? Totally. And it makes me really excited too, because I know for a long time people were like, <laughs> they're kind of haters, but you know what? Get excited because it's going to be really, really amazing. It's going to be beautiful. If anything has come out of this whole scandal situation, I think it's making the audience look at both you and Ariana. You mentioned this earlier in the interview of like, I don't know if people really understood the breadth of like what you two of you put up with in your relationships. Mm-hmm. And so I think it maybe gave people a little bit of a clearer picture of like, Oh, they were putting up with a lot of shit, oh, yeah. even stuff they didn't necessarily know now it's coming out. So yeah. Correct. <laughs> Katie, this was so fun. Uh, I am so grateful you took the time and uh, thank you all so much for listening and we will talk soon. Come see me and Salt Lake city tickets are still available at everything iconic.com and uh, pre order my book. It's called the Jolly's bunch out in October. And thank you so much, Katie. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah.